Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. I'm supposed to have uh, this back half of the week off, but I decided to give you an episode anyway as Keon Coleman, the wide receiver of the Michigan State transfer, has decided not to go to Ole Miss. So I wanted to give you a quick reaction episode to that, even though, again, I'm technically supposed to be off. That's okay. I appreciate you. And I wanted to do this for you anyway. So uh, let's dive right in. Please follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And if you are listening on the website, we appreciate you checking the website out. But uh, pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, Subscribe, like, leave a rating, and a review if you like what you hear. So there's kind of two angles to take here. One, what this means, missing on this player, why did it happen, and also the other aspect that I've seen a lot of Ole Miss fans, and I've I've had a few ask me, is it because they don't have enough money? Like, where's all the NIL money going? So we'll talk about both of those and start with uh, just the nuts and bolts. Uh, Keon Coleman uh, is a miss uh, for Ole Miss for sure. Now, look, if d- depending on, on on who you want to believe, I suppose, uh, there was um, a rumored asking price and a rumored meeting of that asking price, and then that asking price rose, and then now it gets into, depending on who you want to believe or not, the rumor mill around this is kind of nuts. And I don't know exactly what to believe and what not to believe. And it's just kind of all over the place. It's just kind of how these things go. Nobody will speak publicly because, God forbid, um, we talk openly about what the players are making when it's legal. Don't understand. Either way, uh, I don't buy at all, by the way. I don't buy at all. Not at all. Um, that he took significantly less money than the rumored asking price to go to Florida State because of Mike Norvell. I, I don't buy that at all. Um, I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. That doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. I don't buy it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't buy it. But either way, um, based on some reporting, some innuendo, some rumor mill, he had a really, really big asking price, and understandably so. By far the best wide receiver in the portal. Everybody wanted him. Came down to Ole Miss and Florida State. Going to Florida State makes sense. Going to Ole Miss makes sense. Uh, there were pros and cons to, to each place, and he ended up going to Florida State for whatever reason. If it's uh, simply a matter of Ole Miss pulled out because – he commanded more money and they decided against it or, or whatever. It just depends on who you want to believe there, but um, it's a good pickup for Florida state. He seems like a good player. Now, two things were working against him at Michigan state. I think the offense kind of was not explosive compared to the one that he's going to play in or the one that he would have played in at Ole Miss. And he also had, what was it? A second round pick that he actually got better stats than last year uh, next to him. But, Look, if if the rumored asking price was true, paying that much for the same production as Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo seems steep. But he had the 
uh, ability to command that much because of his status as the best receiver in the portal. Highly productive player, good player. Might be an early round pick next year uh, if all goes well at Florida State. So, uh, not don't hate the player, hate the game, right? Uh, he, he was asking for that because he knew he could get it, and I assume that he got it from Florida State. That's how it works now. That's how recruiting goes. That's how it is. And good on the kid. That's what I would do too. That's what all of us have done in our professional lives at some point. At least you should have uh, by now. If you're not trying to leverage what you have to get more money, then you're crazy. Uh, everybody should have done that by now. I've done that twice. Um, <laughs> leveraged my ability into uh, more money. That's what you should do. And that's what this kid did. So I uh, don't hate him for it uh, at all. But it is a loss for Ole Miss. They still don't have the proven alpha wide receiver, uh, the, the WR1, if you will, on roster. Now, I don't think that they are near as desperate a wide receiver as they are other positions, uh, defensive line and linebacker being those two positions that uh, I think Ole Miss is desperate. I don't view the wide receiver room as as desperate like I do those other two. Now, they again, they don't have that alpha wide receiver. If this is going to be a good group, then guys that are not proven yet at Ole Miss are going to have to step up. Aside from Jordan Watkins, I really like Jordan Watkins. Um, I think he can be really good and productive uh, at this level and showed you that a year ago. So he's returning. I like him a lot. I think people are underrating what, what he can do for Ole Miss. But, you know, Trey Harris caught a 1,000 yards worth of passes last year, just not – at the SEC level, Dayton Wade was helpful a year ago, but he was, what, the fourth option uh, on the team. Uh, Jalen Knox apparently had a really good spring, but he hasn't produced uh, at all at, at Ole Miss yet. Uh, and and then you've got Williams coming in, the, the freshman that they're really high on, but there, there's guys in that receiver room that apparently have some upside. Again, Harris has done it at the college level just not the SEC level. Watkins is productive and, and definitely useful for Ole Miss, but that big-time major alpha target is something that they don't have yet. Can that be Jalen Knox? Maybe. Some people think that that can, but he's got to prove it first. Uh, can that be Aiden Williams? Uh, maybe, but is he ready right now? I, we'll have to see. It, it is a thin room. I expect that they're going to add somewhere uh, along the way. But again, I don't think they're as quote-unquote desperate there as they are other positions out of the portal this spring. I like the tight end room a lot. I suspect they're going to use some running backs out of the backfield as well. And again, Harris, Watkins, Wade, you've seen Wade do it. You know Knox has the ability if he can stay healthy, that kind of stuff. I mean, certainly not proven. There's still a lot of questions there, but there's a chance – that the unit is better than people are giving it credit for. They've just got to go out and prove it. But still, this is a loss. They could have really used Keon Coleman. He would have stepped in and bed WR1 right away. And uh, he is off to Florida State. So it's a loss for sure. I don't think it's the end of the world, though, the way some of the reaction that I saw made it seem. It, it To me, it's not the end of the world. It's not meltdown worthy uh, at all. It's just in recruiting, you lose sometimes, especially for the guy that everybody wanted. And, you know, maybe the asking price got too high. That's certainly a possibility.
it's tough because you could have used him, but if it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, if that really is what was being asked, is that really the most efficient use of your NIL funds? I don't know. That's for somebody else to some somebody else to decide. Speaking of that, we'll talk about that after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. Uh, you're in the market for, or if you're in the market for office technology and you're located anywhere in the state of Mississippi, you or your business, anywhere in the state, absms.com. Check them out there. Tell them I sent you, by the way, you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is. They will perform that assessment on me and find a solution for you. Office technology in Mississippi, absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. Of course, they have online banking like everybody does, but it's a one-stop shop. All you need is your internet connection. You don't need multiple apps. You can do everything online banking with Priority One Bank's online banking feature. Transfer funds, of course, check balances, set alerts, everything you need. You don't need multiple apps. You just need an internet connection. They also have local loan servicing uh, decision-making and servicing somebody that you sit down in front of face-to-face to secure any type of loan that you need. 16 locations they have across the state of Mississippi. Priority One Bank making you their priority. So I got a couple of messages after the the news broke where a couple of Ole Miss fans that I know were upset because they think, and it's possible that this is what happened, that Ole Miss decided that's too much. We're out. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe it's not. I don't buy that he took a lot less money to go to Florida State, but maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But either way, they were upset at the prospect of losing out on this player because they decided, eh, don't have enough money. Two things can be true at once. That can be an economically sound decision where if you've got a receiver asking for money that would make him the second highest paid player on the team, um, that may not be worth it. That may not be the most efficient use of your funds when you have other positions of more desperate need that you're still trying to fill. That makes sense to me. Also, everybody that I talked to today expressed the same thing, though. Wonder if they would have had the money if they weren't paying three quarterbacks top dollar. And, you know, that's fair. That's that's absolutely fair to question if they are using NIL money as efficiently as they should be, as they could be. Because they do have three quarterbacks on roster, at the moment anyway, that are getting paid a lot of money. And only one can play at a time. And how often are you ever really using three? But three are making money. Is that the most efficient use of your war chest in NIL when you need defensive linemen desperately? When you need linebackers desperately? It's fair to ask if they are being as efficient as they could be with the NIL money. Um, If all three quarterbacks are on roster the entire season, then it's beyond fair to ask what the hell they were doing uh, with that. If one leaves, then it it makes it easier to stomach because the money, as I understand, it's not up front. It's in monthly installments from the Grove Collective. So if somebody leaves now, you're not in it for the entire contract, obviously. However, 
if they all three stay on roster, it will be fair to question all season. Was that the smartest thing to do? It's absolutely fair. Because they need help at defensive line and linebacker. Desperately. Now, they're in on some guys, especially on the defensive line. If they can secure those, they can use whatever money they had allocated for Keon Coleman to, to sweeten the pot to make sure that they can bolster the defensive line because that's where this team needs help. If you ask me right now, if Ole Miss has a bad season, why? It's the front six. That's why. It's not going to be wide receiver. Wide receiver's not keeping this team with a low ceiling. It's defensive personnel right now. And so now that Coleman is going elsewhere and you had a very large sum of money allocated to give him, they need to use that to make sure that they bolster the front six. Again, they're in on a couple of guys uh, that play defensive line. Whatever money that you were ready to spend on a wide receiver, add it to their pot if that's what you need to do. Get them and get them in quickly. If there is a linebacker in the portal, um, get in on that person too because they need linebacker help as well. And I mean, I don't know how much longer they've got to add players. I mean, I guess technically all summer, but you want them in soon uh, so they can start learning the system and acclimating to the roster. But uh, there's a chance, I suppose, if you're looking for positive spin, that the Keon Coleman news can be a blessing in disguise to where they're not spending that much money on another offensive player when they are far more desperate on the other side and they can use it for that instead. Uh, Because defensive personnel right now is not good enough. And this is year four. They have not built, and I know this is Pete Golding's first year, and I expect him in pretty short order to to start changing the way the defensive room looks. Um, there's another picture today of him out recruiting again. I mean, he I, I expect he will change that, but in three years, defensive personnel is simply not good enough. It is not good enough at all. And that's got to change, and that's got to change quickly. So maybe this will be a catalyst for that because right now defensively, I I like, as I've told you guys before, I like the starting four on the defensive line. If they do run four-man fronts, I like Cedric Johnson. Uh, I really liked what I saw uh, from the NC State transfer Harris in the spring. Uh, People love Pegues, Ivy's experienced. But after that, you have no idea who's going to play and who's going to help you. And linebackers are the same thing. You have no idea uh, outside of the starters who's going to help you at all. And in the SEC, you need more uh, than just six guys that play defensive line and linebacker. So um, they've got to get to work, and they got to get to work fast because defensive personnel right now is not good enough. And we'll see if uh, if that changes because they're in on some guys that they are. And so if they can lock those down, you feel much better uh, about about the defense going into the season. We'll see. And we will uh, talk about that if it happens, if and when it happens. So I'm going to go back to my quote-unquote vacation, even though I'm not going anywhere. Uh, But (laughs) appreciate you guys tuning in, checking out the podcast, and I'll talk to you again. I'll do another one of these this week for sure, probably two, um, because I can't stay away. So I'll talk to you guys then, and uh, enjoy your week. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.